Welcome to the family here on Purple Mafia. I am your host, Paladino Joey, or Joey Wygen. Purple Mafia is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Double Twist, and God knows what else out there that links to the RSS feed. Oh boy, it's been a long, 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 long time, and I deeply apologize going all the way back to the beginning of May, post-draft uh, and all that. Garrett Bradbury, who still looks like the mobile center we always liked. We've heard silly jokes from Kirk Cousins about the butt sweat of Garrett Bradbury. Those of you wondering what the heck that is, I guess look it up. I don't really need to elaborate. Just He's just teasing him that his, you know, he was sweating around that area during training camp and stuff. Whatever the heck that is, we've seen the Vikings sign a, well, should I say trade a fifth-round pick for a kicker. Boy, that's never happened before. Except, well, in a preseason game for the Oakland Raiders, uh, Daniel Carlson made the game-winning kick against the Green Bay Packers for the Oakland Raiders and stuff. And, of course, was a pretty solid kicker last year when he went to the Oakland Raiders because uh, there was just like, what, what was it, like a hitch in his step or something. Just one of the most minor things that maybe could have been fixed, but it just didn't get fixed. So, I don't know. I mean, it's been forever. I'm basically here to just get caught up. The next episode will be the season preview is this team a playoff team? I hope so. I, I, Yeah, I mean, I think so. Uh, the running game looks pretty good. The passing game, or whatever, or should I just say Kirk Cousins, he looks good sometimes and not other times. Uh, it was this just after the third game of the preseason here, at least, or should I say, a day or so after? <laughs> Depending on when this actually gets published. But, uh, yeah, uh, it's after the preseason game, and the third game of the preseason, and it was one of the worst games I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, the Vikings won 20-9 and everything, and Kyle Sloter's Mr. August, whatever that means. He's Mr. August, and apparently that's why he's never really moved up the depth chart. Um, Third-string quarterback still at this point, Sean Mannion. Just about everybody will tell you he's the number two quarterback, like regardless of how well Kyle Sloter has been um, or whatever the case is. But uh, Sean Mannion appears to be locked in as the number two quarterback. Kyle Sloter's either going to be number three or... Send to the practice squad. Jake Browning has little to no chance other than probably being, a uh, again, a uh, practice squad player at the end of the day. Bear with me. I'm not feeling my best. I feel weird. I don't know if it's some kind of allergy or what. I didn't have allergies really before. All of a sudden, I guess I kind of do now. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> but again, bear with me if I sound a little strange, a little different. Um, but got to get the show on. The show must go on. It's only been, what, since May... Gosh, June, July, August, about three months. Gosh, almost four months. I'm really sorry again. Really sorry. I could have caught up a little sooner, but I didn't. Uh, the preseason lately, you know, it just doesn't have the appeal that it did in the past. It doesn't. Obviously, everyone's more protected than they used to be, and for good reason. I mean, what's the worst thing that could happen is you've got this exciting season ready to go. You got all the weapons, the pieces here and there, and a guy gets tackled and his knee gets caught on the turf as he's getting tackled. Imagine a guy getting tackled, but no, his knee gets caught, some kind of a freak thing, and ACL out for the season. It's been good, man. We're going to be 4-12 and when we thought we were going to be 12-4, and and first round by, and God knows maybe what happens after that. It's happened a billion times in the preseason. I mean, you can go on forever, so that's kind of why and all that, but injuries still happen regardless. That's the annoying part, whether it's week one, week three, week 17, or you got a guy who's been oft injured the last few years who was looked on as a franchise-changing, transcending player, and he certainly was for the time he played in the NFL, a guy named Andrew Luck, who's already announcing his retirement. Liar. You liar, you liar! Wrap your head around that. Andrew Luck has announced his retirement. Doesn't it just seem like yesterday I was on this show talking about Suck for Luck? You know, the Purple Mafia show? Yes, this is a very old show. This is my 12th season now. Well, doing Purple Mafia, going back to 2008. But regardless if this is an old show or not, Andrew Luck has not been around that long. He's only 29, and he's done. Andrew Luck is stepping away from the National Football League, and it's just after, what, the week three of the preseason, or during week three of the preseason, and he's on his way to other things. He just wants to step away. He's just had enough, the oft injuries and this and that. A lot of people were afraid he was going to retire. They even heard rumors about it like a year ago and such. Like, he might end up retiring real young, and well, he did. I I guess that's all she wrote. Uh, Some people had the Indianapolis Colts going as far as the AFC Championship game, knocking out the Chiefs 
who would have the first round by. Imagine that the Chiefs losing in a playoff game. Like never. The Chiefs never lose playoff games. They're they're immortal. But uh no. <laughs> That's kind of been their legacy, along with uh, a lot of other teams out there, which well, let's just keep them nameless at this stage. <sighs> Getting caught up with a lot of stuff. I mean, where, where do you go from here? Transactions here and there. You sign Kyle Rudolph. That feels good. We're going to kind of bounce around. I, I'm debating if I should do this two segments or just one quick shot. I, I'm thinking one quick shot because it's kind of a catch-up show. Going to kind of filter in some of the conversation with uh, the Facebook page and the Twitter account. It is probably almost better to do it that way because... Well, I mean, using the Facebook, kind of talking about the news rather than talking about the news and then jumping back to the, that same news next segment, now we get discussion of it. And it's like, yeah, we do that, but not this way. When it's chronologically, you know, May 2nd, whatever, when we suffered and suffered, uh, things were not going so hot with uh, HipCast at the time, but it's been stable and steady ever since. Uh, that was a really rough stretch for HipCast. It took about a week to come out, it seemed like. I forget exactly when I actually published the show. Uh, I was talking highly about Marcus Epps. A lot of people liked him, and he has not had a good preseason. We'll come back to that in a moment. Gosh, so the show officially popped out on May the 2nd, finally, and I had posted it, like, April 28th, so even longer than I thought. Wow, that's really something. People were all excited about it. Who was the reply? Mark Carlson was saying, I think I wore out my iPhone today, checking to see if it was up. Yeah, I was talking about it's not posting. I don't know what's going on. Oh, people were sad and disappointed. I was saying Hipcast still not working. This is April the 30th. Can't you, I can't tell you how frustrated I am, this and that. Uh, Mark Carlson from Iowa was saying, Stay cool, Joey Awajan. Thanks for the update. We know it it isn't a staff problem at Purple Mafia Studios. They are sharp, and the host is pretty cool, too. And you know what? You are sharp and pretty cool as well. Seeing those amazing pictures of all these barbecues and such, either Mark Carlson... Uh, was a part of making or attending one way or another down in Iowa. Oh, those barbecues, Mark, you are really something. I wish, oh, you know, and I remember how he invited me in the past. What a, what a great guy, and I'd love to go. It's just I'm, my schedule sucks most of the time in the summer, just like every other freaking year. It's just, you know, sometimes you just got to have a better job, and then I, then my schedule could be a little bit more, like, like uh, forgiving. I'd love to go meet you, my brother. I, I really would. I've known you for years, and I never, you know, it's just how it is. Just stuck here. Mark Carlson shows uh, a young man up. No, I, just, I forget what that, why am I blanking on the TV show? Everybody knows what it is. Cursing in a paper bag. Yeah, everybody knows who that is and what show that's from, and I'm blanking. So, yeah, I'm crazy. <laughs> funny actor, though, very funny actor. Um, yep, Marcus Epps. I was saying, well, everybody's waiting. Check out Marcus Epps. And his highlights were beautiful. He was a walk-on on uh, onto Wyoming. And heck, I, I'm so intrigued by Wyoming and all that now. I even got a Wyoming Cowboys hat. So it's kind of cool. I mean, I love their, their color scheme and like to believe their players can uh, make an impact in the NFL. And I'm hoping Marcus Epps does. I really like what I saw there. And a, lot, uh, a few of you did as well. Yankee Zong from Brooklyn Center says, if he trans transitions that kind of playing ability to NFL style, he'd, he'd be a steal. Yeah, I mean, almost like Harrison Smith. I mean, clearly he was the Harrison Smith of the Wyoming uh, Cowboys. Dave Vicky from Iowa says, this boy does have mad ball skills. I, too, like his, his aggressive style of tackling. Yeah, I mean, again, he reminds me of Harrison Smith. Uh, Mark Carlson says, nice highlight film. Would like to see him on the field. I like his aggressive style. Gerald String out of Nebraska says, Wow, looks like he has a little Antoine Winfield in his mojo. Thanks for sharing, Joey, and you're welcome. God bless you. Gerald String, Nebraska. Mark Carlson, Iowa. Dave Hickey, Iowa. Yankee Zong, uh, Brooklyn Center. Brooklyn Center. Something going on here. Yep, Vikings declined fifth-year option for Laquan Treadwell. This is back on May the 1st, and I was just saying it is what it is. And very unlikely Laquan Treadwell makes the team because you're seeing exactly every same um, symptom we saw in the past. Drop passes, dumb blocks, stupid penalties. I mean, it's just, you know, just dumb penalties where you just kind of like run a guy over. Like, what, what are you thinking? It's the exact same stupid low IQ football you saw in his rookie season. Nothing has changed with Laquan Treadwell. Why would you keep him? I, I have no idea, other than Chad Beebe is not that great either. There are times it's like, wow, he's for sure the third receiver. He's going to lock that thing, that, that thing in right away. 
And then he drops some easy ones. And it's just like, okay, and he's been dropping passes in, in uh, practice and all that as well. People very frustrated with Chad Beebe. Brent Jake out of the Lakeville area over there where uh, my dear friend Neil was from. <laughs> Brent Jacobson says, I'm shocked after him making four consecutive Pro Bowls. Yeah. <laughs> And looking like a surefire for a surefire Hall of Famer, I'm sure they declined his option for a fifth season. Sarcasm. Yeah, exactly. And he said that. Harsh Med, locally but originally from Chicago, says, so he's basically your version of Kevin White. Brent says, I guess so. And, yep, fun conversation back and forth between those two guys. Harsh Med and Brent Jacobson there. Brent Jacobson, Purple Mafia Hall of Famer, among others. In here. Cool to hear from Harsh Med as well, though I'm pretty sure he's a Bears fan. He's a Chicago fan in general. The show finally got up on May the 2nd, four days later. So it was almost a week. It felt like a month when you're like, God darn it, I want my show apart in the French there. I almost cursed really bad. But it's like, it was a draft show. I was so looking forward to getting up there, and I know you guys were looking forward to it. It's like you think... As exciting as the Garrett Bradbury edition is, it's like, yeah, he's a center, so it's not exciting at its roots, getting a center as your first-round pick, but how crucial that position is for the success of this team. How crucial the success of an offensive line on this team is. With a quarterback who is, well, you know, not the most mobile guy ever, but with the right schemes, his mobility will improve. Um, how crucial a mobile center is. Yeah, I mean, it could be could be season, could be franchise changing the next five years and beyond. It finally got up in May 2nd. Gerald Spring, Nebraska, Purple Mafia Hall of Famer says, Loved it, Joey. Great podcast. Thanks for the star. I'm going back down that road of getting my hopes way, way up in the sky. Way out there, Joey. Seriously, my gut tells me Garrett Bradbury is going to be the next best thing since sliced bread. Off the charts, I'm telling you, he was a bit of a sleeper that just quietly slipped down to us. We'll see how quiet he is this fall. Man, why can't they start playing now? Rumor was if we didn't get him IHOP was going to draft him. A <laughs> very awesome pancake delivery guy. Oh, I see what you mean. Like smashing people. Yep. Tene Brown out of New Zealand says, yay, it's here about the show. Absolutely. And thank you so much, Tene, for that. And again, bear with me with the chronological uh, setup here. I should probably mention the Facebook page in general. Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. Facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. And at Purple Mafia Show is the Twitter account. I'll be kind of throwing those out there here and there as I go back and forth. Just getting you chronologically caught up, this and that, and kind of merging fan interaction and the show all kind of in one here. It's just the way this episode is going to have to be because we're talking three months here. Uh... Friday's rookie camp. No, we'll let that go for now. Former Rutgers cornerback, I believe. Let's see the former Rutgers cornerback. Oh, boy. Uh, that would have been... No, but it's not Chris Boyd. Pretty sure that is... Uh, yeah, Benny, ben, ben Wicker. Yep, and he's still around. He's still around, so we'll see what happens with him. Hopefully it works out. Uh, I'm so curious now. I just want to make absolute sure what's going on here. But uh, so far, yep, he is still on the roster. There have been a few cuts, but most of them not notable. Of course, still not even Laquan Treadwell or Treadmill or whatever you want to call him. A lot of people not big fans. Some of the decision-making decision <laughs> by Kirk Cousins, absolutely maddening for a lot of people because of uh, you know the whole situation. Is ridiculous uh, when you when you put when you put it all together. Why would you throw to Laquan Treadwell on third down? You know the guy's not reliable. So I mean that's where the extreme frustration came in. This is terrible. What the heck? Oh Isaiah Warden. That's that's interesting. <laughs> all these different players. Yeah, too many different players mixed in together here. But well. Yeah, this is Isaiah Warden. Okay, my bad. I'm getting them all mixed up. So many different guys, and I don't think he's still around then on this case. So we'll kind of move on from that. But uh, obviously the depth chart still kind of... Yep, San Jose State. Yep, I remember that guy now. I remember him getting mentioned as well along the way back in the spring. But, yeah, I mean, a lot of these guys are going to have a tough time making it. Holton Hill is going to be suspended for eight games. It's the guy, you know, in game number two, preseason game number two, 
Holden Hill made a pretty nice play, batting a pass away. And then the next play, he literally goes face-to-face. -face. He just goes helmet-to-helmet -helmet with a quarterback sliding. Just, I don't know. I mean, Holden Hill, one moment, you can see the skill and why you'd want to keep him. And then he makes another dumb penalty, which cost the Vikings 15 yards. And, you know, they they'd stopped, they'd stopped the offense. And the next thing you know, there you go. <laughs> it's just <laughs> sickening at the end of the day how all that can turn out. I mean, stupid penalties. It's the same people making the same stupid penalties. And that's where the frustration comes in. And that was Seattle. Yes, Seattle Seahawks. It was not uh, Russell Wilson at the time. At least I'm pretty... No, it wasn't. Uh, it, it was... This was Paxton Lynch. Yep, he was sliding. Nope, JT Barrett. Pardon me. That was JT Barrett. JT Barrett was sliding. And then it was face-to-face -face with Holden Hill after making a nice, really nice defensive play, knocking a pass away. Pass deflections are priceless plays. They can, like, change the game at times. Again, then head-to-head -head with JT Barrett. Like, what, what are you doing? Stupid play by Mr. Holden Hill. Again, similar to Laquan Treadwell that way. Hopefully Holden Hill doesn't wind up getting cut, but a lot of people thought he might because it's just like he doesn't get it. Like one thing after another with him, he's, it's just another screw-up, and the frustration just mounts on a regular basis when that happens. Well, let's try to continue here with the... Uh, up. Boy, I hate computers sometimes. It just completely stopped working there. Uh, Kyle Rudolph again. Yep, contract extension. That was always a very good thing. Lucrative contract extension for Kyle Rudolph. Dave Hickey was saying, I've always liked Rudolph. He's not the fastest guy or the best tight end ever, but he's consistent, and the team knows him better than anybody, so if he works hard and is loyal and a great person in the community, everyone wins. Leland Elbertson, also from Iowa, says sweet, and Mark Cross says yes! So, and there was a time I was getting tired of how the endless conversation about Kyle Rudolph, you think he's first ballot Hall of Fame. The conversation was endless in this town about Kyle Rudolph, and it's like finally, eventually it happened. Wow, that generated a huge conversation. Probably because of, I probably was not the friendliest person about it at the moment. But certainly not against any of the listeners out there. Gerald String says, on another note, why is Treadwell still listed as projected starter? Seriously? Can't understand that one either. Dave Hickey was saying, I see on the Viking Age where they're now working on an extension that would keep him in Minnesota until 2024. And that's eventually what happened with Kyle Rudolph. Yep. Um, Gerald String says, well, it's kind of a big deal to me as I feel he's a big part of that locker room. But honestly, why is it taking so long? Just do what you got to do and let's move on. Don't think we have enough cap space left. Can't keep every big name on the team, and that's about all there is to it. Mark Carlson says, talk about it for two minutes and let's move on, please. That is how news used to be presented. Nowadays, news seems to be all one subject for an hour straight and then repeat. And that's exactly what's been going on in every publication out there. Brent Jacobson says, I'd rather PA talk about Kyle Rudolph than Game of Thrones. Yes, yes, I agree with that. Game of Thrones. Oh, God. I'm so glad that's over. I'm so glad that's over. Oh, can, can I can I emphasize about that? I am so glad that's over. I will not watch a second. You know, whenever something is hyped that much, there's no way in hell it's that good. There is no way. Especially, yeah, especially this, yeah, let's just leave that alone. This Okay, I'll just hint at it. This day and age, things ain't going to live up to that kind of hype. I'm sorry. I mean, it's, back in the old days, a lot of stuff did live up, or at least it came closer to living up to the hype. I'm sorry, you know, okay, you got your special effects, that's way higher, that's way better, but quality is not what it used to be, in my opinion. Yankee says, must be really slow going in the sports world. Brent Jacobson says, sounds like Kendrick's restructured his contract, and that Bradbury signed. Yep, so all that was going on around that time. That was in mid-May, arguably the best time of the year. Yep, and Kyle Rolf ultimately did announce the contract extension. That was awesome. Uh, we all love that. Vikings signed D'Angelo Henderson, who's still on the roster, but very unlikely to make the team. But when you have guys like uh, Mattia, yeah, you got Mattias and all the others, uh, very proud to have him. At the end of the day, my goodness, um, Madison Alexander, and of course, uh, uh, Amir Abdullah. Madison, obviously, the number two running back, and he looks like a guy who I think could be 
in the in the NFL for ten years or more. Michael Boone has been Mike Boone, not Michael. Mike Boone has been fantastic. Uh, it is a battle for the third running back, and who the th- third running back would be so important? But in this offense, it's very important. Um, um, Amir Abdullah obviously is is a kick returner as well. He's got that special teams ability. He can do a lot of things on special teams, and including returning kicks, but he can also make tackles and such. Uh, Mike Boone, though, love his game, and he continues to dazzle. I think he has a future in the NFL for many years. I would hate to see him get let go, and I don't think he will be. Uh, D'Angelo Henderson, it's just, you know, it's just one of those things where he's got some ability, but he's, he's just, there's too many guys ahead of him. So, unfortunately for D'Angelo Henderson, I think it's really unlikely he makes the team, but maybe the practice squad, or he catches on a different club out there. Uh, David Morgan's been on the pup the entire preseason, and some people even thought he might get cut. You can't cut David Morgan. Come on, man. You cannot cut David Morgan. Tyler Conklin has actually been catching passes this preseason, so he looks a lot better than he did last year. A lot of people like his improvement. Irv Smith had a nice play last week, catching a touchdown pass along the way from Kyle Sloter. Or actually, Mannion. Uh, Kyle Rudolph, obviously, you know, he's he's the mainstay. That's a, that's a given. Uh, Brian O'Neill has missed all the games as well. A lot of people hoping and praying he will be ready to go at right tackle in Atlanta two weeks from today. That would be nice. Uh, Josh Klein has been all right. Right guard, of course. Garrett Bradbury has looked very solid. And certainly not perfect, but solid. Uh, Brett Jones appears to be in stone as the backup center for the Minnesota Vikings, and he could be a backup guard as well because the centers and guards are interchangeable. Riley Reef is what he is. Hopefully he can stay healthy and Pat Elfline as well. You can only judge the starting offensive line so much because you're mostly seeing Brett Jones, Isadora, Rashad Hill, Dakota Dozier, Cornelius Ellison, guys like that. Edison, pardon me. Uh, Udo has been very, uh, very positive as well. He has seen a significant amount of minutes with Brian O'Neill's absence at the right tackle position. Rashad Hill kind of is what he is. He's just, he's okay. He's kind of average. But uh, Udo, a lot of people like him. Obviously, Africa there. Uh, got a nice future, I think. Elon, yep, he's the guy from Elon. Uh, he has a chance to be a nice NFL tackle, I do believe. Drew Samia has not been impressive so far, and I kept calling him Samaya. It's Drew Samia. That was, of course, you know, months ago, the last episode. He's been okay for the most part in the preseason games. Again, I'm bouncing back and forth from the Facebook page over to this, the depth chart and such, and the games. So bear with me. That's kind of how this episode is going to be. Jordan Taylor has not impressed a whole lot of people. Jeff Baudet can stay healthy. Dylan Mitchell's got... Ability. He's got ability. I think I'd rather keep him uh, over Jordan Taylor and Jeff Baudet. Baudet's got the skills and everything, but he can't stay freaking healthy. Uh, Storm Norton, uh, that's, of course, a left tackle, potentially. Uh, Avante Collins has had moments, this and that, the past couple of years. But it's hard to say. I mean, you... But that, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you want him to be successful, but it's hard to say. Brandon Zilstra does nothing for me. Uh... Ola B.C. Johnson. I like him. I, I like him a lot, but again, it's tough to make a roster. Well, if it's between Brandon Silster, LaCron Treadwell, or Ola B.C. Johnson, I go with Ola B.C. Johnson any day. I mean, uh, Brandon Zilstra doesn't interest me at all. Like, why? What's the fascination with him other than he's from Minnesota? I don't think he's the next Adam Thielen. And Chad Beebe can't stay healthy and he can't catch sometimes. Sometimes he can. He can make some big plays and obviously he's got football in the family. Duh. You know, I mean, we all know who Don Beebe was. Wonderful player for the Buffalo Bills and the hated Green Bay Packers, of course. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, (laughs) Blazing game. I don't know why that just popped out. Stupid. Pardon me for that. Kyrie blazing game. You know, obviously his chances of making the team are slim because, well, he's playing behind C.J. Hamm, and C.J. Hamm has done a good job at the fullback position. But blazing games, that's a good... He's had some good moments, and hey, he's 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 had a blazing game out there, right? Okay. Alexander Madison, though, I'm going to tell you, he looks like a starting running back. It's just, at the same time, Delvin Cook looks like a superstar running back, if he can bleep and stay healthy. But the good news about Alexander Madison being two seasons younger, two, two years younger than Delvin Cook is, if Delvin Cook gets hurt again, you have a starting running back going in there. That could end up being, that could go down, you know, as all of us, we're like, why the hell do we keep trading down, trading down, trading down? This Alexander Madison pick could end up being one of the gems for the next 10 years for the Minnesota Vikings, I think. Uh, one of the gems of the draft of the last 10 years or so. He he really could. I really like him. Uh, 
Is he a superstar? No, no, but I think he's extremely good. And of course, in this scheme, this offensive scheme, the the, the zone offense and all that, uh, zone blocking, he's got a chance to be really good. And boy, I, I, I really like his game. Uh, he doesn't have blazing speed, of course. That was basically the difference between him being, a, you know, a lot of people saw him a starter versus a number two running back. But this guy's going to get a lot of snaps in this league. He's going to get a lot of snaps because you don't want to overuse Delvin Cook. If you over if you overuse Delvin Cook, I think you know the result. And of course, uh, Mike Boone as well, obviously power running back who's got some speed as well, and Amir Abdullah who's versatile and this and that. I hope they keep all four of them. It's just obviously the third the third running back is going to get time, and the fourth running back probably won't. Uh, keeping both of them wouldn't be a bad idea. I think Boone should be the third running back, and Amir Abdullah should be kind of special teams ish this and that, and we'll see. Especially if somebody gets hurt, but. Maybe you don't keep four running backs, and unfortunately, D'Angelo Henderson's chances of making it are very slim. Uh, Tishon Bauer has been is out; he's not going to play. Ah, such a bummer, but it is what it is. There, we'll come back to the roster a bit more here in the play of certain guys. I'm going to jump back to the Facebook to keep the uh, <laughs> keep the chronological things moving here. It made me jump into Henderson; that's what got me going there. Uh, yep, NFL position, blah blah blah. Vikings, yep, 17th at the quarterback position. Mark Carlson, yep, they were, they were ranking uh, players at all the positions and this and that. Like, who's the, like, where do the Vikings rank at quarterback? 17th. 17th. And yet we're paying him $28 million a year. And I don't know, he looked pretty ordinary yesterday, didn't he? All of you that watched that uh, game, it was, too, it was too nice of a day, man, to be watching a Saturday afternoon. Come on, but okay, fun. It was and yeah, fun to have a game on, but not fun what we saw. It was not a good product at all. Not a good product. Uh, Dave Hickey was saying, I'd say trade Treadwell to the Giants. I don't even know if he's worth a seventh round pick, but get something out of the deadbeat. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe a helmet or something. Yeah, Mark Carlson again said rank 17th at the uh, quarterback position. Pretty unbelievable when you think about that. We're getting caught up pretty quickly now because I was so dang uh, dead on here. And there he is. Yep, Vikings signed cornerback Benet Benny Wilker. There, I, I I knew I recognized the name. This is the one from San Diego State. He's got a chance. Uh, I've seen some nice moments from him. William Carr says Panthers crushed with this dude's first few seasons. And William Carr says, "Hell yeah, wow, not too shabby at all." Kid is fast. Yep. Uh, well, we'll see. I mean, uh, we need help, obviously, with uh, Holton Hill being out. Uh, Mike Hughes still not being ready. And boy, Xavier Rhodes not being good. Hopefully it was just the whole uh, preseason deal and not uh, something much worse, something much more dark, so to speak, with uh, Xavier Rose, something more ominous with uh, his career maybe derailing. I hope and pray that's not what's happening because he looked pretty awful yesterday, I'd have to say, way behind. He looked like, uh, who did he look like? Uh, he looked like Griffin years ago. Hoof da, hoof. Cedric Griffin. Yep, remember how he was getting burned royally? Obviously, with knee injuries and such, he couldn't keep up with wide receivers anymore. It was a joke. He couldn't. He couldn't keep up. Uh, I was saying Vikings versus Saints as we finally get Teddy Bridgewater and get to see him again. But on the wrong team, unfortunately. Consider this the game thread. Let's see what some of you had to say here. Leland out of Iowa says, "Seen a lot of talent on the field last night. Think we got a quarterback, uh, corner, a cornerback to back uh, backfill that spot." That slot part of me. My question is, why is Treadwell still here? Can someone explain what I'm missing? I can't. I I, I, I can't. Uh, other than they're just waiting it out, I guess. Dave Hickey says, I just hope for an injury-free game and preseason. It just sucks seeing Teddy suiting up for the Saints. Go Vikes. I would rather have Teddy Bridgewater at his salary than uh, uh, Kirk Cousins at his any day of the week. I'm going to say it right on here, and I know some of you are going to hate me for saying that, but, well... This is a show. I got to give my opinion. I'm giving my opinion. I'd rather have Teddy Bridgewater than Kirk Cousins. Teddy Bridgewater at his salary than Kirk Cousins at his salary. I'll take my chances. Uh, I I really will. And you know, Kirk Cousins has these skills. He's got that. He's got that quarterback. You know, air to him. But I don't know. That's I, I don't know. Is he King Saul versus King David here? I mean, is Teddy Bridgewater the King David and uh, Mister? Uh, Kirk Cousins, the King Saul, the the tall guy who's out there, just you know, he's he's the, the 
you know, he's he's the best looking guy ever and blah, 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 blah. But yeah, but yeah, but he didn't do what God told him to do. Okay, now I'm getting biblical here. <laughs> Hope you don't mind. <laughs> he didn't, yeah, he didn't follow through. He didn't get the job done. That's just all there is to say. King Saul did not get the job done and that's why King David became the king and King Saul became jealous and things went sour quickly between those two. Mostly King Saul being sour and David just kind of like running for his life, so to speak. Okay, Mark Carlson. <laughs> I think I got my point across between King Saul and King David here. Mark Carlson says, I'm ready for the season to start, but I hate preseason games. I, I, I do too. I used to love them, but I don't like them anymore. It's really crappy, isn't it? Did you notice See that? You notice I'm not just, okay, after every show. Uh, Purple Mafia, yeah. Even though it's kind of fun, I, I like analyzing players. I like analyzing units, like the linebackers, the running backs. I like doing that. But the game itself is boring as hell, especially if it's a nice game out. Or nice day out, pardon me. Mark Carlson saying, I hate preseason games. Why do we have to have so many Skull Purple Mafia? And Skull back to you, Mark Carlson. It's amazing I didn't click like on these. Um, Brett McCarthy says, here's to a good season. Skull. Brett McCarthy uh, says, I kind of, I'm kind of excited for this year with all the changes made in the offseason, especially on the offensive role. Offensive side, pardon me. Uh, Mark Carlson, or Leland says, nice drive. Trevor Wickerin says he's definitely on the right team. Who is that? Uh, Teddy Bridgewater? Look at ya. Brett McCarthy says, looks nice so far. Touchdown and bittersweet. Cheryl's. Yep, Cheryl's and Easton and Bridgewater. That's a lot of people. Yeah, and Murray. My goodness. I mean, my goodness. My goodness. That's right. Latavius Murray, too. Isn't that the most unbelievable thing ever? It is unbelievable. And here's the big one. Uh, Corey Vedvik, even though it looks like it looks like Kare or Kari Vedvik, but it's Corey Vedvik. Okay. Norwegian. He is a Norwegian. He's got a powerful leg that can punt, and he can kick too. No, he can't. He cannot kick. Okay, he can kick a little bit, but I don't think he's going to be the kicker. Um, after yesterday, I think that's all she wrote. He looked awful. He will not be the start. He will not be the place kicker for the Minnesota Vikings, so it's either... Corey Vedrick replaces Matt Weil at the punter position, or the Vikings just threw away a fifth-round pick because the Vikings traded a fifth-round pick to get Corey Vedrick. Corey Vedrick, sorry to me. Horrible. Um, I don't know what the hell the point of this was, other than, I guess, he's got some skills and everything, but Dan Bailey makes his kicks. Corey Vedrick doesn't. I'll take my chances with uh, Dan Bailey at this stage, regardless if he played for the Cowboys years ago or not. <laughs> Who cares, right? I'm just teasing you out there, uh, William, so... Uh, Brent Jacobson says I had never heard of him before but what the hey Dave Hickey says I'm thinking this is a good move going forward because Weil has not proven himself but he is the new punter holder because Weil's holding duties are were he has struggled most of the time and if, and if Bailey struggles boom there's your new kicker it'll be interesting to see if he gets paid if he did both jobs and talk about putting all your eggs in one basket. That would be very dangerous, I think, to make somebody as a kicker and a punter. It's interesting that he can do both, but, I'll, uh, you know, I, I, if he's the punter, so be it, because he's got the booming leg, and Matt Weil has not been very good. In fact, he was below average. Why we got rid of the kick, the punter we had before Matt Weil last preseason was beyond me, and I still have no idea what the hell we were doing. Matt Weil might be one of those one-year wonders here with the Minnesota Vikings who got, got a couple of bucks, and then, unfortunately, that might be it for his NFL career. But we'll, we'll see. He'll certainly get a job in one of these other leagues, these arena leagues and such. Boy, very likely the XFL if that comes back and rolling again. Leland Albertson says, fifth-round pick, sure, why not? <laughs> That's funny. Brent Jacobson says, the last Norwegian kicker we had worked out pretty well. Jan Stenerud. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. So, we'll see. Of course, different, totally different era here. Mike Carlson says, I guess the kicker situation is still unsettled, and I don't need a game like the one we played last year against the hated Peckers going to a tie because we can't make one bleeping field goal in three attempts. And I added the bleeping part. William Carr says, maybe a fake or two for a first down. Okay. Brett, Carlson, or Brett McCarthy says, thoughts? Thoughts? Well, those are my thoughts. I mean... I guess he's punter at best at this point, and I don't know. I mean, take your chances with Dan Bailey, and if uh, 
Vedvik's kicking gets more accurate in the next year or two, if he's, as long as he's still on the roster, we'll go from there, I guess. Uh, and I was talking about, congratulations, Dan Bailey, you've won the kicker job without a doubt. Vedvik will be lucky to be the punter. And William Carr says, can't stop thinking Bailey on the back of the Dallas Cowboys jersey. Yep, I, I feel you there. I think that's it. Oh, yeah, I was saying how the show will finally come back as it is coming back finally <laughs> this weekend. Yep. Kurt Back says, I was wondering about that. Great news. Absolutely cannot wait. And thank you, Kurt Back. Love you there. Brent Jacobson shows the post of, woo, yeah. Yep, and I um, I agree. Thank you so much, brother. Yes, sir. So that's the end of the Facebook posts. We can look back more at the roster and such a bit. And the game's kind of sort of the Seattle game. Vikings are 3-0 and in the preseason, and it's great and everything. It was nice to see Teddy Bridgewater looking spry and healthy like he was before. Something terrible happened to the young man. We'll look at that game super, super quick. Just casually here. August the 9th. Minnesota Vikings. It, it looked like we are hosting them, but we're not. No, it was a, it was a road game. Uh, Amir Abdullah literally dropped the ball on a fumble. Really weird play. A lot of people thought that Abdullah was going to wind up getting cut at some point here. Still might end up making the team because he does have some value. But I don't know. I mean, I, I like... I, obviously, you got to love Alexander Madison. And, of course, Mike Boone has been extremely impressive. He was awesome in this game. But that weird fumble that uh, Amir Abdullah had was... Uh, it was strange. He just literally dropped it. That was odd. Definitely, definitely has the skill, and he had a 42-yard play, but then he just literally dropped the ball for no reason. Like, he wasn't even touched. The ball just came out for no reason. And that's weird. Uh, Mike Boone, though, showing some explosivity, as he's done multiple times in this preseason. 64-yard run to pay debt. Pay debt. D'Angelo Henderson. I mean, he's been really good and consistent as well, so it's almost kind of sad to think that... Uh, he might be uh, on his way out. Alexander Madison did not have the greatest debut ever. Only 3.3 yards of carry. And he led the team in carries. Uh, Henderson, again, very solid. Six yards of carry. With only a 13 long. It just shows, literally, Henderson moving the ball forward. And you, you like what you see. Sean Mannion, impressive. Kirk Cousins completed all four of his passes. And is like, wow, he's the greatest quarterback ever. Uh, completed a touchdown on their opening drive, like uh, you heard from Brett McCarthy there. Perfect quarterback rating. Kyle Slaughter was amazing, like he always is. And uh, Jake Browning was just kind of part of the scenery, um, unfortunately for him. Bridgewater looked very good, though. And it's nice to see him. 110 quarterback rating, 134 yards on 19 attempts. No turnovers and... Uh, didn't look skittish at all, but the Vikings managed to score 34 points to defeat the New Orleans Saints in a fun preseason game. Definitely the funnest out of the group as it just, the decline kind of continues throughout the way here. August the 18th, Sunday, August the 18th, a week ago today. Nice, fun little game for Minnesota in U.S. Bank Stadium. Kyle Slaughter again leading the club <laughs> quarterback position, but Sean Mannion was awfully good too. Slaughter just a little bit better because Mannion had the interception. Kirk Cousins okay, solid. Obviously good quarterback uh, rating and good completion percentage. He looked fine, obviously, and he's the guy, as we all know that, because you're not going to pay a, tw a $28 million for a backup. That's for damn sure. JT Barrett, AJT Barrett was what he was. Mike Boone, again, another big solid game at the end of the day, but uh, certainly struggled with the, uh, certainly struggled with his average, only 3.1. Alexander Madison uh, as well. He led the team, well, was one of the leaders anyway, with 41 yards uh, in the second game of the preseason. Madison, again, I mean, he, he's not a star who, who surprised you or anything, but he does have his good moments. And yeah, Blazing Game has gotten into the end zone multiple times, which is nice. But <laughs> just one play there. Treadwell actually led the Vikings in catches because they were showcasing Laquan Treadwell. Whatever that means. Showcasing Laquan Treadwell. <laughs> Again, wrap your head around that. We were showcasing Laquan Treadwell. That's uh, that's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, hopefully we can get the seventh round pick for him, but I don't think we can. Huh? Why not? Maybe we can. Seventh-round picks are kind of what they are. At best, you're getting a special teamer or someone who gets cut, that type of thing, usually. Sometimes those special teams guys end up being better than you think, though. Uh, Dan Bailey's been perfect and all that. He only made a 24-yarder, though. It was nothing too spectacular at the end of the day. The Vikings' defense was very solid throughout, the pre, uh, throughout this game for the most part. There was a couple of scary moments in the Arizona game, which could have been a big play, if not for the fact that... Uh, Brett Hundley just isn't that good, or the Arizona receivers 
couldn't connect on what would have been a 60-yard touchdown easily because there was nobody near the uh, Arizona receiver on Brett Hundley's pass. 20-9 victory yesterday for the Minnesota Vikings on the 24th of August. Brett Hundley, though, that guy, you know, I mean, he, he, he I don't know. I mean, Arizona, this was not a fun game to watch. They look awful still. It's going to be a while till this team really starts to get going. Uh, Kyle Murray's going to need some help, obviously, and he's a rookie and he looks like it, this type of thing. Uh, Sean Mannion was adequate. Kirk Cousins was awful, awful. Uh, 3 of 13, missing multiple times, and he missed a, play, a couple plays in the earlier preseason games as well. That could have been huge completions where he overthrew guys, overthrew Madison on a play, overthrew Diggs on a play, this and that. That could have been big touchdowns and all that. Could have been huge plays like to pay dirt, 60-yard touchdowns. It would have been a catch-and-go type of play, but that's the point. Complete the damn pass. I mean, it's not like you have to throw it you know, 55 yards to complete a 60-yard touchdown pass. It's, it's, you know, 15 yards, 18 yards, 13 yards. Just complete the damn pass. And Cousins wasn't, wasn't able to do that on, on multiple occasions. And it's happened a couple of times during this preseason where it's just Cousins has looked out of sync in this offense so far. And I don't know, i got to think it's supposed to be about the kind of offense that should be perfect for him. Uh, Delvin Cook only ran the ball twice, one of them for 85 yards. Of course, that was spectacular, making the big cuts. And then the explosion, getting into the third year there where nobody could catch up to him. Even though it looked like he was going to get caught for, you know, he's going to get caught and all that. But it never happened. That's how fast Delvin Cook is uh, as he goes off to the races. 85 bleeping yards. Delvin Cook definitely has that explosiveness. And that's why Delvin Cook has star potential because of that. Uh, Remember last year he had that 22-mile-an-hour run. Unbelievable is Delvin Cook. And you heard Kirk Cousins joking around with Adam Thielen about running 19 miles an hour. As he's like, oh, yeah, 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 I've done it before. And just kind of having fun on the sidelines. Of course, Thielen, who turned 29 this week, did not play in the game, which is probably a good thing. It gives you an idea of what you have at your receiving core. Should Thielen or Diggs not play in a game? And, well, it's not good. It's not good. Um, no depth. There's no depth. You have two stars and no depth. Luckily, at the running back position, I think we got it. Uh, I think we got depth. Uh, Again, D'Angelo Henderson, I would not mind keeping him on the practice squad at the very least. And if you keep five running backs, so be it. Because they're all good. Every one of them. I mean, I like D'Angelo Henderson. Amir Abdullah is okay. Obviously, he only got one run in the game, which does tell you. Either the Vikings are showcasing Boone for something, or he is the number three running back at the very least. Madison, again, showing some, some dazzle here and there, but generally speaking, nothing spectacular. But when he does get loose, he's got some nice moves, this and that. Again, does not have the explosiveness that can uh, carry him to the next level like a Delvin Cook, but uh, does have the ability to be a starting running back uh, when when needed at the end of the day. So definitely good for him. Man, man, man. Receiving this and that. I mean, again, Olabisi Johnson had some big moments. 52 yards and three catches, 22-yard reception. Of course, Stephon Diggs, there was a play which would have been an easy touchdown to Diggs. Catch-and-go type of situation. Nobody was going to catch him. Uh, Blazing game got in the end zone again, which was nice. That was cool. Later in the game, which put the Vikings ahead, Dylan Mitchell made his 10-yard catch. Zilstra, very invisible out there, only one catch. Uh, Got I like what Tyler Conkin can bring at times. 20-yard gains here and there. Um, You know, you saw nothing with uh, Kyle Rudolph. He's been pretty quiet. And that's fine. You don't want you just don't want him to get banged up out there. And uh, Chad Beebe, nobody's impressed with him right now. Three opportunities in this game, but no catches. Three targets, no catches for him. Jordan Taylor is not impressing a whole lot of people either. I don't know. It's a tough situation at wide receiver right now. Very tough. Uh, but other than, of course, the two stars you have, Diggs and Thielen, you can't take them for granted. Uh, hopefully Ola B.C. Johnson can be that guy at the end of the day. It might be him. Uh, Keep him on the team. That's what I would say. I would keep him over Jordan Taylor and others. Dylan Mitchell is a guy definitely deserves a look at minimum of special teams and depth and this and that. Zilstra, just, I'm sorry, but I don't think he's an NFL wide receiver. I don't, or maybe not on this team anyway. Maybe on Arizona or something, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Ola B.C. Johnson, I want him to stick around. I want Ola B.C. Johnson to stick around. I do. And uh, yeah, Corey Vedvik was awful. Just awful. He made his extra points, <laughs> but he was awful. I'm not impressed. Uh, they were giving him. They were just giving it one last chance to see what kind of a kicker he would be. Matt Weil was pretty good. 55 yards. He got a couple in the 20s. No touchbacks. That's pretty good. 
Let's let's give him credit there. No touchbacks, 55 yards, 47.5 on six punts in a game where punts were very much a part of things. Whew, were they ever. Huh, it was punt city at the end of the day. Um, Vikings defense, solid. Uh, Devontae Downs looks good as well. Last year's draft pick, one of them. Uh, Chris Boyd does not look good. A lot of people not too excited about him. Marcus Epps has been mediocre at best, and his chances of making the team are not as good as they were. We'll leave it at that. Uh, I hope the Vikings keep Marcus Epps. Kyle Boyd doesn't look so good so far, unfortunately, but he's a seventh-round pick. You can't count on him necessarily at the end of the day. We'll just have to wait and see. So that's kind of where things stand with the games played and certain players and this and that, guys that are fighting for roster spots. We all know who other guys are. Trey Waynes will be starting. We all know that. Xavier Rhodes did not look good on multiple occasions yesterday. And generally speaking, during this preseason, he has not stood out at all. Uh, I kind of like Benny Benworker. I hope the Vikings do keep him around. And if they do, I'm guessing that's probably Chris Boyd's. Uh, Chris Boyd being on his way out. And Holton Hill. And it's again, nothing against Boyd or Thomas Duke or any of those guys. But uh, Benny Benworker has been okay. Holton Hill. Eight-game suspension. The guy just doesn't get it, and we'll just have to wait and see what the Vikings do with him. I think they want to keep him because the skill is there. I mean, the guy has the skill of at least a third-round cornerback, but he has the brains of a, you know, of a guy that got cut last week. So, unfortunately, that's the problem. Just not not, not using his brain. It's like, I'm, I'm sure he has brains, but he's not using them, that type of thing. So, that's kind of where we stand at this moment. <sighs> so, next show will be... Without a doubt, will be the season preview. We'll say we'll see how exactly where I stand on the Vikings' record. I'm kind of right now. I'm thinking ten and six, eleven and five, this and that. Ten and six, eleven and five. Anything less than ten and six, I think, is horribly disappointing, and it could be uh, bad news for some of the coaches and all that. Um, Vikings aren't going to cut Kirk Cousins and give him twenty-eight million, so that ain't happening. But uh, I'm also not too excited about giving Kirk Cousins a raise if he has a couple of good seasons here either. That's what I'm afraid of. But you know, if he's fantastic. And he deserves it, I guess so be it. But that's where I'm leaning, 10 and 6, 11 and 5, kind of a preview going into next week. Hope I wasn't too disoriented. It's been a while since I've talked football, and I feel just weird today, and I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why I feel so weird today, but uh, doing my best, hanging in there, trying to breathe for some reason. I'm not. It's not a cold or anything. It's some weird allergy reaction or something. So all of you, again, <laughs> oh, let's go to Twitter first. At Purple Mafia Show, again, there was the whole thing going on with that. Ipcast, that came through. Malcolm McSween was saying he was checking every hour the past few days. Glad it's up. I'm glad it was up too, brother. So thanks again for your support, Malcolm McSween, out of Southern California area. Sam Gupta says, Awesome. Thanks, Joey. Can't wait to listen to the latest episode. And thank you so much, Sam, for your loyalty. Um, Mad Martin out of Northern Scotland says, With you there, brother. Hope you are well. Been crazy, been crazy busy, but thank you for the introduction into the Hall of Fame, the induction into the Hall of Fame. Look forward to the new season. We'll send audio in July. Off to Wimbledon tennis time. Ooh, that's cool. What was I saying? I was saying, Man, I missed you. You're welcome on the Hall of Fame as well as it, it was well deserved. Yep, and that's for sure. I was saying soccer is dumb anyway. Yep, because I was, yeah, let's leave, leave the, uh, conversation where that was. <laughs> Mad Martin says, cheers, man. I've missed the podcast and football, but if it was year-round, we might get bored with it. Uh, I might. <laughs> You're saying never. I might because just it is what it is. I mean, we, anybody can get bored with anything. When absence makes the heart grow fonder. That's what they say. And, you know, so let's just leave that as is. 14 days and four hours of sleep. Wow. And a lot of tennis, but need a break from the treadmill of life. Enjoy that Minnesota summer. Thank you, sir. Gerald Three says she can, yep, he was saying he can go to Capper Dink's place instead. That would be somebody related to soccer. No one cares and we don't want her there anyhow. Yep, and that was somebody in the soccer world who was getting a little bit too big of a platform, I thought, but that's just my opinion. You don't have to agree with it. I'm just leaving it as is there. No major offense meant there. Uh, there's that Vikings uh, logo there, Vikings pennant. 50 Seasons of Passion. Uh, Mad Martin says, Almost August, time to start thinking about Purple Mafia. Uh, or, excuse me, about the Purple and the 2019 season at Purple Mafia Show. Thank you for that. Mad Martin continues as we wrap up Twitter saying, 
Sitting down to Sunday afternoon football, avoided the score all weekend. Hope you're doing good, my brother. Make or break season for Zimmer and the front office. Only problem with the game pass is... Only problem with game pass, and it's a big problem. Have to listen to the Saints commentary. Yep, and uh, Matt Martin was saying we gave up a fifth for him, and that would be that kicker. Yep, who's not all that impressive. Not all that impressive. Apologize they didn't reply sooner, brother. I was kind of... I don't know, just busy doing this and that while watching. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, congratulations, Dan, Bill. You've won the kicker job. And I said, Redvick will be lucky to be the punter. Yep, we gave up a fifth-round pick. So giving up fifth-round picks for kickers, it's not good. It doesn't seem to ever work out. It never seems to work out at all. Oh, it's sad, you know. It really is. So that wraps up the fan interaction, kind of mixed into the, uh, you know, regular conversation, this and that. I've kind of made my opinions on who I want on the team, this and that. And no offense to those that may not make it. We'll see what happens. Cameron Smith seems like an intriguing one in the fifth round as well. Middle linebacker. A lot of people like him. Kentrell Brothers seems to be a mainstay. Eric Wilson, this and that. We'll see what happens. Uh, Thomas Duke, we'll see what happens there. I think Ben Wicker has a chance to make it. And I think he's probably going to, particularly with the uh, absence of... Uh, Holton Hill, Rashad Hill kind of is, is what he is. Danny Isadora, we'll see. It's going to be tough. Drew Samia has not been all that impressive, but Udo has so far. With that said, I'm going to wrap this up. I'm going to wrap this up and try to be able to breathe. I don't know what is going on. It's strange. Got the preview coming up. We'll talk about how the Vikings are going to do. The NFC North, look at the NFL and my predictions of who's going to win the Super Bowl this year. Is it going to be the same team from New England once again? Don't be surprised if it is, but... Uh, it's going to end one of these decades. It's going to end one of these decades. We can't say years anymore, but it'll end one of the decades coming up. So with that said, I'm going to wish all of you a great week and go purple. Thank God we have not sustained any major injuries. Knock on wood. I wonder why I'm even saying that. I shouldn't even use that word on this show, but well, it's too late now. God bless all of you. We will talk to you in about a week.